Let's go some of the customs and traditions for Hanukkah from the uh, Hiskashrus, uh, that's a, which quotes the laws and the custom traditions of Chabad. Um, so, first of all, Amincha, uh, on Erev Hanukkah, there is no Tachanun. And, um, and you um, start lighting the first night of the evening. We light the first night. In the shul, the Hanukkah is placed on the southern wall of the of the of the shul and the uh, candles are organized from east to west the first candle on the day we also light it in the morning uh, but just so you have lit while the people are in the shul uh, to publicize the miracle um, you place them Above ten tefachim, that's the minimum amount. Should be higher than ten tefachim. Um, and by mincha, uh, before oleinu, uh, so you say the kaddish tiskabel. Before you say oleinu, that's when you uh, light it. Um, you don't have to wait for sunset for lighting it, but plag uh, hamincha. That's the, the the time from when to. Uh, Start lighting it. Um, you start lighting uh, from the right. So you go from the right uh, to the left. Uh, and then you sing Neris Alalu with the uh, known tune. A person does not fulfill their obligation with the lamps of the Besaknesis. Even a Shliach Tzibur, the one who actually does the lighting, needs to go ahead and light them again in his home. However, in his home, he doesn't make the bracha shechiyonu, which you do the first time when you light him. Uh, you don't do it in his home. Unless you are also lighting it to fulfill the family people, their obligation, so you can make the shechiyonu for them and the answer remain. But you yourself have already done it. Um, in order that the Hanukkah lights should impact more, so it's it's fitting that uh, the whole time the menorah should be lit during the 24-hour period, the whole day, unless there is children or anything else. So if you can make a light that it should be burning, that would be um, a fitting reminder all the time for the Hanukkah light. Um, it is also, uh, the Rebbe pointed out, to bring back the old tradition to make the menorah in that the uh, branches are in an angle not rounded like the Rashi and the Rambam write um, so maybe the Hanukkah menorah's lamps also there is possibly that they too should be shaped in that way that their branches are in an angle uh, so uh, why uh, should we change the menorah from the menorah that were straight and not in a in, not in a half circle? So, um, also remember to light the Hanukkah lights in public places as the Rebbe instituted, and to do this after plagamit. Okay, so then we're. Um, talking about now lighting the uh, Hanukkah in your house. So we have the general command which says Zekeli Vehu that 
my God and I'll beautify him, which means that we have to do the mitzvahs in the most beautiful way, which would include the Hanukkah, that you should have a beautiful Hanukkah menorah, Hanukkah, a beautiful one. Um, between Mincha and Mariv, after sunset, of course, let's talk about if you're home then, you know, I mean, if you're a shul davening, it's a different thing, but if you're home, between Mincha and Mariv, after sunset, we light the Hanukkah light, and those that are married men, they would wear the gartel, as they do by davening, when they light the menorah. Uh, but it is not a tradition to change into Shabbos clothing for the lighting of the menorah. You use your regular hat, your regular garments, uh, not those that are especially for Shabbos and Yom Tov. Now this is, uh, and the response, a lot of people have the question. So every evening... So if the father uh, is outside, he's working, he's going to come late, he's only going to come when later on, but the people and the family members are still going to be up, they're not going to be asleep. So they need to wait for him. Uh, If he sees that uh, he's going to come home, the kids will be asleep already, so then he should ask uh, either his wife or one of the children to light for the whole family for the for the family and when he comes home he can light for himself if he did not if he had a mind not to fulfill with the obligation with their lighting over there but if the children know for sure that the father isn't going to be upset at all uh, so um, if they would light within a half an hour of Tzetzek HaChavim. Uh, so then they should uh, light then. So they could light then. They can light even before the father comes home. Um, if they didn't light, so you can light all night as long as the family members are up. You need a Pirsumenisa. If everybody is sleeping, then you can't really light. But if they're all sleeping, you wake him up and make a bracha and then light the menorah. Of course, you can light the menorah. We're talking about making a bracha to fulfill the mitzvah. You can't do that if everybody's asleep. Um, it's interesting that in the home of the Rebbe, uh, unlike many other uh, mitzvahs that were pre- performed in a public and in a uh, and in some other uh, Hasidic or non-Hasidic uh, circles they do a very public lighting of the menorah in the house the Rebbe was a private affair and there was it was just the uh uh Rebbe's and you know that wasn't done with a lot of people the contrary it was done in a very modest and a quiet way as opposed to the public menorahs which are lit all over um he says nowadays uh the tradition is to Get even young children, train them into uh, lighting the Hanukkah lights, even from a very, very young age. Uh, I guess especially today, we have to do as much as we can to start them out young so that they stick to it and get uh, get the feeling for it. So don't push it off. So start as young as you can. Just start and give them their own menorah. Let them light as well. Uh, in the Rebbe's house, the, the custom was that the women and the girls did not like 
light the nearest Hanukkah. It's interesting that it's different when it comes to nearest Shabbos. The Rebbe actually pushed that even girls should light the Shabbos candles. That was the whole Mifzah Neshek. But as far as Hanukkah, they would fulfill their obligation uh, through their father or their husbands. That was done. That was for the women. That was the tradition. Uh, it wrote down when the Rebbe Rashab would leave his house before Hanukkah, so he would instruct that his wife, the Rebetzin, that she should light the Hanukkah by herself. Uh, but the blessings she would hear from one of the men, but she actually lit them. The Hanukkah is placed on a chair. So before we had tent Tvachim, that's in the shul, so you need it higher up but to publicize the nace. But in the house, it has to be above three Tvachim, uh, 24 centimeters as here, and uh, we don't, not particularly that it should be higher than seven Tvachim, or close to three Tvachim, just above three Tvachim, but not to put it on top of ten Tvachim, which is 80 centimeters. The Shamish is placed a little higher than the rest of the candles. Um, Situation. This is a halachic situation. Uh, what happens? A person is is not feeling well, and you know the menorah has to be lit in its place. But it happened. He says here that they needed to carry the menorah because the Rebbe wanted to light the menorah, but he just couldn't reach out to the menorah. So they had to use a tefach or two tefachs, which means a very small area. That's not really called really moving, because if they had to move it to another place it would be an issue, but they needed to do that in order so he should be able to light the candles, and they placed it later on in its place, and still he made the bracha and he lit the candles. And again, the assumption is, I have to look at the notes over here, but it's probably not considered really moving, it's within three tfachim, as we said, tefach tfachim, still considered basically the same area. Uh, you don't light uh, a Hanukkah lamp from another Hanukkah lamp, either from the shamus or from a weekday candle. So you know, a lot of times, you know, one person is lighting, they want to take, you can't take from the other one's lit candle. You have to use either a shamus or a regular match or a candle. It's not to them. Um, so also the tradition of the Chabad Rebbe's was that they would light the Hanukkah lamps on the uh, openings of one of the rooms and not by the window. Uh, in the Gemara, there is a discussion about when there's a time of danger, uh, they don't light it, you can do it inside, you can actually leave it on the table when you have to, or better is to put Ne'er Hanukkah Mimin, Mezuzah Mimin, Ne'er Hanukkah Mesmoel, put it in the right, but, uh, and that would be surrounding with mitzvahs, they would do it that way, I mean, the Rebbe explained it in, in some sikhas, I mean, what the uh, reasoning for that is that those menorahs had a back. It would turn out that it wasn't really um, the best pursuit. So that's why they did it in that way. But that became the Chabad tradition. Um, you light the lamps in the uh, in the place um, in, in the home where a person eats uh, his regular eating place. That's the best place. Um, if sometimes there's a, a dining area, especially, and uh, there's a place where you sleep, like especially when you talk about students of the yeshiva, 
uh, they dorm in one section and then they have a dining hall in another room. Better to put it in the place where you eat versus the place where you sleep. Um, you place the Hanukkiah close to the thickness of the post, doorpost, uh, within um, uh, within the actually hollow area of the of the door to the room. Um, over here in the home, we don't really are not particular whether we place them from east to west, or from north to south. It's fitting, um, and it's proper that the children should light their Hanukkahs in their own private rooms, if security and uh, you know there's no question of of fire or danger or things like that. Um, um, practical, I don't know. You have to see. I mean, how people are lighting. I mean, if they're the lighting, you know, lighting the shit. But as long as it's 100% safe. Um, this is also a little bit of a edu- educating their own room, making it the room holy, like with mitzvahs. So you're giving them their own sanctuary, their own place. Um, the candles should be standing in a straight line, not in a circle. Also, you don't want it to have uh, one going in, one going out, and one high, one low. Uh, it's not actually the candle, it's the flame, where the flame reaches. We are not looking so much about uh, the, the, the flames should be uh, symmetrical, everything is uh, straight. Uh, there has to be a space between each candle, so that they should not connect the flames, and that will make it into a Madura, which is no good. Um, also, the people's different menorahs that they're lighting, they should be separated one from the other, so you can tell how many candles there are or how many lights there are because you'll have it one uh, mish over there so then you won't be able to tell you know, every day that you're adding or how many candles who's lighting. We light the candle as it is in its place and you leave it in its place for as long that it needs to burn. So... We start to light, this is also in the Chabad tradition, others do it differently, but we start to light only after you finish all the brachas, not during the brachas. Um, when possible, and we, our tradition is to use olive oil and the uh, shamas to be of beeswax. Um, you start to place the, um, the, the, lab, the, the, the candles, uh, the lights, in the corner uh, on the right corner of the menorah. Uh, then when we do the Haneris Halolu, that's after, we do that after we finish, not while we're lighting, but after we finish lighting all the candles that are lit during that day. Uh, we should stay by the candles for half an hour without leaving, stay by the candles for half an hour. Um, and we are uh, particular to make sure that they light for at least for 50 minutes. If it goes out in the middle of the time that it still needs to burn, so then you relight it without a bracha. Uh, after it has lasted for that shear, the 50 minutes, so then you can move the Hanukkiah, even if they're still lighting it, then you can move it.
after that amount also uh, you can do melacha, not right in front of the uh, lights, and that would include on the um, on the first and the eighth day. Um, one who is going to eat with somebody with his friend, he's going to have a meal in his friend's house. Um, you still you have to go back home and light over there. And um, so, just trying to, about the yeshiva students, um, where they should do, um, it's different than there's a whole big discussion. Some people say that the dining room is not their place, so therefore they should actually do it at, home, at their place, the dormitories, because that's designated as their place, which that's a public place. So various different um, views of that. Brings down here that during the Hanukkah days, there needs to be additional uh, study in Torah, and uh, it's brought down that the Rebbe Rashabi would sit by the lamps, by the candles, and study Torah. There is a tradition; some say to eat milk products, uh, cheese, milk. Uh, that would be remembering the a miracle that took place through Yehudis, the daughter of the Kaigadul. She fed him salty cheese, and then she chopped off his head, and that's how they uh, wanted. So that's the, uh, some have the tradition. It's also uh, a tradition to eat uh, food that are made with uh, oil, latkes, and sukhanayot, uh, and all the other uh, good stuff. Uh, that would be uh, remembering to the miracle of the oil, so eating oily food. Um, so, and besides the get-together of the family and the relatives, as mentioned earlier, as it was by the Rebbes, uh, it's also fitting and proper that during the Hanukkah days, every day, that in every place you should organize, uh, whether it's in the, uh, in the community, in the, 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 the schools, the places of work, based on whatever the conditions of the time and the place, to make gatherings and uh, uh, joyful events on Hanukkah to uh, celebrate the matters of the day. Men, women, children, daughter, women, boys, girls, everybody should have their like little inspirational and times get-togethers uh, and be excited about the Yom Tov, about Hanukkah. Um, and here they bring down that the Rebbe asked that in every institution at least once you must make a you know assembly or whatever they call it you know from all of the students and um, in some institutions they don't have school on on Hanukkah I mean I think in Israel I think it's uh, it's vacation if I'm not mistaken Hanukkah is their is their time off so it's kind of hard to get people together on Hanukkah so the Rebbe says do one time but in those places you have school uh, that should be done on a regular uh, basis many times uh, um, and always to speak about the miracle of Hanukkah and um, at the gathering you have one of the children so let them light the Hanukkah menorah and also the Rebbe says distribute Hanukkah guilt to the students I mean, one of the things is, Rebbe wanted to make Yiddishkeit exciting, <laughs> so that 
you know, kids feel part and that they want to be part of this, you know, and uh, there's too much apathy out there and too much people, you know, indifferent to everything that's going on. So if you make it exciting, that will... And um, the Rebbe said to oh, tell them about the miracle of Hanukkah, the lessons we can learn from it. Um, you make for all people, you invite the uh, spiritual, a spiritual rabbi to give some inspirational words. And then you, that's a general one, then you take each group separately. Uh, so make it as many places as possible so you can get as many participants as possible. So what about Hanukkah guilt? So the Rebbe uh, said to try to give Hanukkah guilt to children, boys and girls, even adults, children, adults, and that the uh, previous Rebbe would give to his daughters. He only had daughters. So he gave to his daughters, even after they got married, and he also gave to his son-in-law, which means, which means the Rebbe too. He got, used to get Hanukkah, Hanukkah yelled from the previous Rebbe. Uh, at least the Rebbe says twice during Hanukkah you should get Hanukkah guilt. And um, um, the Rebbe says um, at least twice, but better the Rebbe says because of the so much darkness of the exile, uh, especially the educational situation has sort of been downgraded to add and to increase in the light and in holiness to give Hanukkah guilt every day besides Shabbos. Uh, and um, Rebbe says on Shabbos, don't give even something which is permissible on Shabbos. Don't give because it might later on lead to uh, giving something what, uh, you know. And the Rebbe says, especially give additional, double or three times as much on the special days that were designated on the fourth or the fifth candle, which was usually the regular day that Hanukkah guilt was distributed. So since you've been giving already, so to make it special, give it double or triple. Uh, um, so, Some of the Hanukkah yells to support them to make from their house a base chabad, uh, meaning to buy some sforim and some dirt, you know, to make you know what they needed. And so, um, so the Rebbe says all students should get Hanukkah yield. And if you're in doubt if somebody is considered a student, maybe in the future will be a student, give him as well. And maybe that itself will help them to uh, bring them in. Uh, also, it's a tradition to play with the dreidel. And on the dreidel, there is the letters of Nun Gimel Hei Shin, which names Kotl HaYesham. And some places they make uh, a place, and, uh, which is, tells the story of Hanukkah. People uh, disguise themselves as the Hashminoim. And the Rebbe says, sure, when the girls are performing keep the laws of Tznius, of course, based on the rabbi's instruction. And certainly, it's uh, days of Hanukkah are uh, 
especially appropriate to organize these gatherings for children. And there's a minute for tzedakah goes to increase in tzedakah during Hanukkah. And we are, um, are obligated during Hanukkah to do acts of kindness both monetarily and also uh, physically to help out other people. Um, we organize a collection for tzedakah and that's a time to um, complete the tzedakah collections of the entire month of Kislev, especially Azoiz Hanukkah. Uh, uh, the Rebbe um, said many times, don't wait for me to remind you to give tzedakah. <laughs> Just go ahead and make sure to give tzedakah on your own. All right, now, as far as um, on Hanukkah, a mourner does lead services. Um, and um, any time that you daven in the shul, um, you light the 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 lamps on the uh, where the chazan stands. Um, you don't interrupt alanisim. That's the special. But before you don't want to be mafsich by nazgal alanisim. Uh, what happens if you get to say alanisim? So if you remember before you said the name of Hashem at the end of the bracha. So then you start and you say Alanisim. But if you already said Hashem, then you don't go back. So you missed out Alanisim. Same thing is by Birchas Hamozon. If you mention, if you remember before Hashem of the end of the bracha, then you go back and you start with Alanisim. But if you already said Hashem, then you don't go back. But then when you come to the uh, before Harachmon Yizakeinu, you say Harachmon Yaslav Nisik Moshaslav Zem Yom Mehem Bizman Hazeb Bimei, as we do then. So you go through the Bimei Matishov and Yechonon, but you do it as Harachmon at the end of the benching if you forgot it to do it in the right place. Shachris again, we light the Hanukkah and the uh, and the Shul, uh, same like yesterday, like we spoke about on this southern wall from east to west without a bracha, and at least it should stay till after the davening. Uh, that's for the chakras, and uh, the lights are also lit through the shamas, not directly. The Ovel ghost uh, leads the services, but when it comes to Hallel, he, somebody else takes over for Hallel. After Hallel, the mourner turns, comes back and he says the Chatzik Kaddish. Um, now, one is davening the Amida, and Chazan is going to say Kedusha. So, should he skip Alanisim? He says, No, don't skip Alanisim to answer Kedusha Modem. After you've repetition of the Shliach Tzibur, you say the entire Hallel, all days of Hanukkah, and then you say a Chatzikadish. You have three aliyahs to the Torah in the portion of Nosoi. So for the first day, you start from Vahibiyam Klois Moshe till the Chanukah Mizbeach, and the Levi does till Malek Torahs, and Yisrael does to Nachshem and Aminodov, and you cover the Sefer Torah, you say Chatzikadish, Hagbo Galila, and then you do the order, Ashrei Valitzin, and 
Kaddish Tzkavu. Again, then Yehalalu, then you bring back the Sefer Torah. Uh, Beis Yaakov, you skip the Tefillah of David, no Tachnon, until the end of the davening. A Hanukkah, one is not permitted to fast. Even a Chosen, on the day of his Chuppah, doesn't fast.